Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of Taurus Talk here at SG Taurus. And again, we are live at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas for Epic 2023 through EGIA and Contractor University, continuing some of our amazing conversations we've had here. And this one, if you're listening out there, is one you need to listen to. I know I'd say that pretty frequently, but this is one, especially if you are a business owner or someone in, in a role of leadership, that you need to listen, listen to. It is the art of delegation, and it's James Leichter. He's a founding faculty member at EGIA and the founder and president of Aptora. And James, we're going to go over the art of delegation, but first off, I want to thank you for coming on, taking some time out. We're all out here in Vegas, and it's a little crazy between all the events and the, the learnings and the teachings and all that. So thank you so much for coming on. First. Thank you, man. I'm cool. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Like I said, he's a founding faculty member at EGIA, founder and president of Aptora, but you've been in the industry for a long time. Can you just give a kind of brief overview for people of how you've gotten to this point in your career and how you've come through the industry? Yes, I got into the HVAC plumbing electrical industry shortly after high school through a welfare program. Uh, Government paid half my wage. The employer paid half my wage. I had to hang in there for the apprenticeship program and they agreed not to fire me if I did my job and about four and a half years later I got my master mechanical license and later on master pipe fitter license and I've been in the industry ever since I've worked as a installer tech salesperson became an owner I've done all facets of it and I would be nowhere nowhere without this industry so again this is someone who has grown up in the industry, come up in the industry, and seen every aspect of it. So when you ask yourself, like, oh, well, what has he done to know to tell me to delegate? Well, you just got the the layout right there. It's someone who's seen every single role that you can see in this industry. And James, I kind of want to start with really a big one. Contractor space, HVAC, electrical, plumbing, whatever it is, there are a lot of folks who have a hard time letting go of being in the truck, being on the road. Probably a little more than a lot of other industries. Why do you think that is? I think it's because they are almost always do-it-yourselfers. Mm-hmm. They were always doing it themselves. And when they go home, they probably do it themselves. They mow their own grass. They fix their own stuff. Mm-hmm. They are do-it-yourselfers. Number two, they generally like to do all the things they're doing, even though they know it's bad for them. And they also feel like nobody is going to do it as well as they can, so why don't they just go ahead and do it themselves? That's the big one right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of times, too, and kind of from my point of view, a lot of these folks have either started their own business and built it with their own two hands, their own blood, sweat, and tears, or they worked their way through the industry and worked their way through the industry and finally had enough time or enough money or got to the right spot where they're now running the business. And so, you know, when you put the emotion into it is when you can get into that hard time letting go as well. But the emotion of it is exactly what what the problem is when it comes to delegation. Because if you're trying to play on your own emotions, you're never going to delegate something out. Right. Now, you think about corporate America. If we go to college, get an MBA, join corporate America, everything about us is delegating. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we are learning how to delegate in college. 
when we get our jobs, we are judged by how well we get things done through other people. Mm-hmm. And so they are better delegators than we are. In the HVAC plumbing electrical industry that I'm involved in, I didn't go to college for that. I barely graduated from high school. Uh, delegating was never something I was trained to do. It never seemed natural. But any head coach will tell you they have to delegate. They can't kick that football. They can't pass the ball. Right. They have to delegate. And it's really no different. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting way to put it. And you learn from a young age to delegate. You just don't know it, right? You see your coaches and say you play football. There's a head coach, but there's an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. Well, under those two coordinators, there's position coaches. Underneath those, there's assistants that help out with it. There's a structure to everything, and you don't get to the top if you don't know how to delegate down to those below you. That's right. Well, you can maybe get to the top by hard work and, again, determination, blood, sweat, and tears, kind of that American dream philosophy in the HVAC industry and you can own a business or you can run a business as a a GM or whatever, but you're not going to take that next step unless you learn how to delegate, right? That's right. That's right. And a lot of people will tell me, hey, I can do it better myself, but they don't train their people sufficiently to, to give them the ability to do it almost as well. They're maybe better than the boss. I also have people tell me, what if I spend all this time and energy training them and they quit? They have to think of it a different way. What if they don't and they stay? Yep. Then yep. they just have bad people working for them. And I know you're a sports guy, so we'll continue the sports metaphor. Think about how much time in football, for example, just mm-hmm. to take one sport. Think about how much time is spent practicing, planning, and having meetings, which people don't like meetings. Oh, yeah. Think about the meetings it takes to run a Super Bowl football team. I'm from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. A lot of meetings, a lot of practice. The game is actually a small part of it. Right. So you have to think you're a trainer. That's what you are. You're a coach, you're a trainer, and you're a delegator. Yeah, and the, the best coaches always, they want them to become the best version of themselves. When you see the people that are revered as the best in the business or revered as the most impactful, it's the ones that allow the people who are underneath them to become the best versions of themselves. How can someone who is having trouble delegating start to go down that path? Because, again, it's not an easy thing to do. It's actually really hard to learn how to delegate if you're having trouble with it. But some of the first steps they can take. Oh, and look, before I answer that, let me just tell everybody, I'm not here because I'm the greatest delegator in the world. <laughs> I'm not here because I don't struggle with it. I do. I'm mm-hmm. a do-it-yourself for myself. I can fix anything. And it's hard to delegate. Oh, yeah. The way to get started, though, is to delegate something simple. It may not be impactful. It may not be a priority. Mm-hmm. But find something simple, repeatable that you can delegate. So the easiest thing to delegate is something that happens on a frequent, predictable basis, and the steps are almost always the same. So, for example, taking out the trash. You can delegate that. Yep. Now, I realize that's not going to have a giant impact on the bottom line. But you have to start somewhere. So then go with the recyclables. Then how about they grab the mail? Well, pretty soon they're doing more and more important things. The key is, is you have to create standard operating procedure, SOP, the steps Mm -hmm. that they can follow. And if you see any problem with that SOP, then you modify it so they can follow it. But it can work. You think about McDonald's is the same McDonald's food everywhere you go all over the country. It's the SOP. 
And it's easy to repeat that. It's easy to delegate mm-hmm. making that cheeseburger. Right. The key is the SOP. But my advice to everybody is start small and don't be put off by the insignificant. Like, how's taking out the trash going to help me, James? It won't, but it's a start. It's ripping that bandy little by little. Because I think a lot of the fear that comes about it, and that's what it is. It's fear that something's going to fail if you're not doing it. That's why people don't delegate, because like you said, they think they can do it better themselves, or they don't trust that somebody is going to take their best interest into their heart and, and do this. There's fear behind it. But the best thing to do is take those baby steps, right? It's not going to change overnight. But like you said, if you, if you have somebody who's in, in the HVAC industry, we're here, right? And you have somebody who, rather than you going out and picking stuff up for that job, and bring it back to the shop, they go and pick it up. They are gonna bring it back to you. So right. you can still do with it, with it what you need, but they go and pick it up. Well, you just picked yourself up, call it an hour in a day. What can you do as a decision maker in an hour? A lot. A lot. When, it, when it adds up to how many working days HVAC companies have, that one hour of one small act of not driving to the supply house just could have bought you a whole new revenue stream. That's right. In your company. They got where they got because they can get a lot done in a hurry. So, yes, rather than spend an hour picking up equipment and delivering it, which is low impact, go to the office and do something high impact. Always try to get the most out of your time. But this may sound like the opposite, but here's a good use of time. Go get the crew coffee. Mm -hmm. Show up with coffee. Now, you might say, I'll delegate that. That's what you don't delegate because that's leadership. That's what the head coach would do. Yeah, that's such a great point. I, I love that because you're delegating the, I don't want to call it mundane because it's so important. Low like, impact. Yeah, you're delegating that low impact that is going to get the work done. But you're taking that high impact role of now your technician is going to have a better liking towards his manager, boss, whatever. And that means he's going to respect you more. That means he's going to work harder. That means he's going to, be a better salesperson. And, you know, we were talking about this. We, we had a podcast with Drew Cameron and Russ Horrocks and talking about trust. They're going to get homeowners to trust your company more. They're going to tell people about your company more. And, hey, my boss even goes and picks me up coffee and brings it to me on the job. Yes. Now people want to work for you. Now people want to buy from you. All because you changed one small thing. You delegated one small thing. And you used it on something better for the business, Right. Getting out of the truck and getting out of crawl spaces and basements and attics is so hard to do because you've been trained to do it. But when you do, you can make the biggest impact on your company. That's right. That's right. My son told me one time, hey, the boss stopped by today just to wish me a happy anniversary. And it was really the anniversary. It was my four-year anniversary today. So Look at that. Yeah. And he was all thrilled. I mean, he was really thrilled about it. But, you know, in his third year and his fifth year, he told me how no one came by. Mm-hmm. People notice that. That's something you don't delegate. But who's got time for that if you're dragging furnaces around or condensers across somebody's right. lawn? Or if you're tied up with, you want to develop the process. Once you've developed the process, you do not want to be involved in the process. Trust the people that you've, like you said, 
you can't worry about if they get so good at it that they go out and do it on their own. That's actually should be a feather in your cap. Right. You were a good leader and you delegated things and people learned from it. You don't want to be involved in that process moving forward. And that's why you need to delegate it to, again, free up time. And, you know, you can free up time by, like we said, just small little acts. But in that time, you can maybe develop a new brand identity. And all of a sudden, people recognize your brand more. Or you can come up with another process somewhere else, get yourself even more time. Now you can take family vacation. Because yes. how, many, how many of these guys have said, I haven't taken a vacation in 15 years? Oh, I know lots of them. Mm-hmm. You said something. I want to back up and, and, and hit on it again. You said that they, not to put words in your mouth, I'm paraphrasing you, but you alluded to the fact that many, many owners are worried about turning out competitors. They're mm-hmm. worried about teaching people things, and then they leave. Yep. The best companies I know of, and I see hundreds of companies frequently, yep. they don't worry about that. Because they know the ignorant, not I didn't say stupid, it's not the same thing. <laughs> the ignorant competitor is dangerous. Mm-hmm. But the well-educated competitor is not dangerous. They're good for business. Yep. Rising tide lifts all boats. Yes. You know, it's 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 cliche, but it's just gonna it's gonna push you harder and it's gonna make the whole industry better. Delegation is a force multiplier. It, you're able to get far more out of yourself than you would have ever thought possible. When you delegate, key to delegating, though, is be sure you do a really good job of training people and building their confidence, and then you monitor them without mothering them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just redirect. You know, I wish you would have uh, not fumbled that football, but we're going to give you another chance. You know, you redirect and, and let them keep plugging away at it. That's a really interesting way of putting to monitoring without mothering. You, you don't want to overdo it, right? You, and you don't want to overdo it the other way either, right? You want to delegate, you don't want to become absent. Mm-hmm. You want to delegate, and then you don't want to smother and seem like you don't trust them. Here's Finding a, that balance is tough. Yes, it is. Here's another tip I have, and I, I've done all these, right? So I'm not, I, I, I am not talking about things I've never done, running into all experience. this myself. Another trick to delegating is understand it's about the outcome. Define the outcome. For example, I might say, I want you to mop the hallway. And when you're finished, I want it to be clean. And then I would define what that means. And I would give you a time limit, an hour or whatever. I shouldn't come out there and nitpick your style. The way you walk, the way you stand, the way you hold the mop. I'll train you, but all of us do things differently. So as long as I can install that furnace, that heat pump properly, then don't nitpick every one of my moves. If I didn't hold a tool correctly or my toolbox isn't organized the way you would do it, but I'm meeting your standards, that's enough. That's good enough. Yeah. Because we're all different. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, that's the, you know, the kind of the smother approach of this is wrong because it's not how I do it. Right. I see that all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. And, And like you said, I've been guilty of it. You've probably been guilty of it. Everyone's guilty of, but it's, it's recognizing and changing, right? Delegation is a change because if it came down to it and everybody had unlimited time, everyone would do everything for themselves. Right. Because like you said, you're you, you can, you know what you're getting, you know what you can put, you can put out, but making that change, but then allowing them to take the ball and run with it. 
It's handing it to them and allowing them to run with it. And you show them exactly how you do it. Well, what if they find something that you're doing that's inefficient? And now all of a sudden, everyone in your company can learn this new way because somebody, you delegated it and somebody said, hey, I found out this saves three minutes, right? Doesn't seem like a significant amount, but say you have five crews. So that's 15 minutes per job times four jobs per day, right? Times 52 weeks a year. All of a sudden, everyone has more time to get more done. And in the end, if you have more time, we all know what that means. It means more money, which is what we're all really here to do. That's right. That's when it's really working. When things like that are going on, you know it's really working. And I have advice for anyone out there listening who is a subordinate, who has a boss, who is maybe not delegating. Now, hear me out. At first, this is going to sound risky. Act like you own the place. As an owner of multiple businesses, being self-employed most of my life, I love it when people act like they own the place. Mm -hmm. What do owners do? They turn out the lights when no one's using the lights. They turn down the thermostat when no one's using the air conditioning. They look at things differently. Act like you own the place. Pick up a broom. Empty the trash. You'll get noticed. Yep. You'll get noticed. If, you're, if your boss is a good human being, they'll notice and they'll love it. They may not tell you. It's not easy all the time to compliment. They may go home and tell their husband or their wife that you're doing it. So Keep doing it because you act like you own the place. You're going to get their attention, and they're going to start giving you more to do. More trust means more money. Yeah, and more trust means that, like you said, they're going to give you more to do. If they don't, again, it gets back to fear and trust. Those work hand in hand. If they fear that they can't trust someone to do a certain job, they're not going to give it to them. They're going to do it themselves. If you do something as simple as, hey, the kitchen in the the break room is a little dirty. You wipe down the the counter once a day, once a week, whatever it needs to be. It'll get noticed. And now they trust you. Now they don't have to fear handing off a project to you. And as the owner, when you see somebody who's doing that, trust them. Put your trust in that person because that person is taking your best interest to heart, which is, like we said, the whole fear of it from the beginning. I don't expect everybody to know this, but remember, again, if you're a subordinate out there and you want to be trusted and given more to do, many people think, if I can't trust her or him with a small thing, how am I ever going to give them a big thing? Maybe you've been passed over on some big things. Mm But if you can't change a toilet paper roll or wipe up a mess or empty the trash because it's overflowing, they may think, well, I can't trust them with a big thing. And that person might understandably say, well, they don't pay me to do that. But that's not the point. The point is, you can trust me. I see these things. I take care of them. Give me something bigger. And that's, again, we've kind of covered it from both ends now, how to delegate and how to have things delegated to you how to build that trust from your boss. And James, we, we started off by kind of talking about who you are and what you do. Founder and president of Aptora. What is Aptora and how can a contractor use this to better their business? We are a business-to-business software company. We make the total QuickBooks replacement. So the, the product we build runs your business. It does all your accounting, your payroll, your dispatch, and your CRM, your field service management. It's what you would get when you're done with QuickBooks, when you feel like I've ran out of QuickBooks. I mean, I've outgrown it, and I want it all in one. 
I don't want something that needs a bunch of plugins and add-ons. I want an all-in-one. I, I just wish QuickBooks would put 10 more things in their program. <laughs> That's us. So we created a program like QuickBooks, but put, it, put the 10 or 12 things in there that we thought we needed mm -hmm. to run our business, like performance-based compensation, flat rate pricing, scheduling, dispatching, service agreements, asset management, et cetera, et cetera. How can people get in touch with you to start using Actor? Check out our website. Just go to aptora.com and have a look. I mean, in 10 minutes, you'll know if this is something you're interested in. One thing we can do is we can migrate all of your QuickBooks financial transactions. We're the only company on earth that I know of that makes that claim. We built it from the ground up to migrate the QuickBooks transactions, the invoices, the payroll, all of that. So it's an easy step. You don't lose your data. But just go to that website, keep, keep what I said in mind, but it only take 10 minutes to realize, is this for me or not? Go check it out, aptora.com, A-P-T-O-R-A.com. It's a really great software, and, and I'm sure plenty of you listening out there just perked up, ooh, QuickBooks replacement. Ooh, I, I want to replace my QuickBooks with something more robust and better for my business. So make sure to go check it out, James. We want to thank you so much for coming on again. James Leichter, the one of the founding faculty members here for EGIA and Contract University, president and founder of Aptora. We really appreciate your time, and we know that this is something, you know, the art of delegation is something that so many people need to hear about, and I think this is going to be really impactful with our contractors back home. I hope so. Thank you for having me on. I want to thank you for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn for updates throughout the show and beyond. And as always, listen to every episode on our website, sgtours.com backslash Taurus Podcasts or on the app. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on Taurus Talk.